Welcome to the Sassy Biker Sister Podcast. I'm your hostess, Erin Bailey. We will be hearing from some amazing lady bikers around the United States and beyond. Whether you have ridden, hope to ride soon, or currently ride motorcycles, front, back, or sidecar, this podcast is a can't miss. We will share some of the best roads, destinations, tips, and laughs as we chat with our Sassy Biker Sisters. Today I chat with Becky Witt of Lincoln, Nebraska. She currently rides both a Harley Road Glide and a Honda Goldwing. Becky's a gifted storyteller, an author with a contagious laugh, which shows during our conversation about her miles and miles and miles of riding. When did you start riding? I started riding in September of 2016. Mm-hmm. I lost my spouse and became a widow in January of that year and and you know you're buried deep in grief and you don't know what to do and you don't have any friends and I said I I, I got to, to August and I said I got to do something all of my all of my emotions and feelings are all inward directed and it's all about for me and look what we used to do and I don't have that anymore and wham I said I got to do something that's going to help me look forward and I thought I wonder if I bought a Harley so I went to the Harley dealer, and I, I found a fat boy. I didn't want to spend a lot of money in case I rode it three times and decided I didn't want to do it. Sure. So I went to the, I, I found a Harley I could afford, and I went to the dealer, and I was able to hold it up. I'd ridden a bicycle for thousands of miles before that, and I've ridden motorcycles since I was a kid, but it's just like Hondas around the campground, never any big open road bikes. Mm-hmm. And I was able to hold the Harley up. And I said, so can I take it for a test drive? And he said, sure. He was an idiot. <laughs> I, I, I remember just getting out of the parking lot and freaking out and going down the street. And, and uh, I made it back. I took that as a sign from God. So I signed the papers and bought the bike. <laughs> I'm glad you made it. That was <laughs> Me too. <laughs> And now do you have the cumulative miles on all of your bikes? How many miles have you ridden now? 100,000. 100,000. Your blog is absolutely amazing, and we'll link to it in the show notes so that the listeners can can read about some of your adventures. There's been a lot of them. I mean, I've, I, I just, it's just been so much fun, and it, it, it becomes part of you. I mean, it, it literally is who you are when you get into biking. Uh, the, the old saying that, that you never see a bike parked in front of a therapist's office is so true. Um, you, you get going and you get the wind. For me, I love music. And, and one of the things about music is that throughout our lifetime, uh, music that we hear elicits memories of past experiences, you know. You may remember the, the the song that was your first love song, or, or, or you know just different things. Uh, and and I, I used to do a lot of downhill skiing, and so I listened to certain tunes on my thing while I was skiing. So now when I hear those songs, I go skiing. So I decided that I need new music to go with my motorcycling, and that's going to help me make a new me. Okay. And what so, was that music? What's that? What was that music? Well, um, 
<laughs> Molly Hatchet. <laughs> what? <laughs> you just went all out, the, didn't you? <laughs> well, the lyrics are awful, but the tune and the beat is just a hoot. And and I have I, I've got almost 500 songs now on my playlist, and I've I've gone back to to uh, artists that that I I knew about but didn't really have a favorite about. So so um, flirting with disaster that's the one. Okay. And that was uh, when I <laughs> when I bought the Harley, I said I'm gonna ride to Sturgis. So. I'm at Sturgis, and now bear in mind, I've, I've gone from being a very timid beginner to being a pretty confident rider after being with the Women's Freedom Ride, uh-huh. because that ride, that will make you or break you as a rider. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going, you got 35 other women, you're going the speed limit, you're riding 80 miles an hour in the rain with 35 other women, and you're riding, and there ain't no screwing around, and so... You go through all these experiences and you come out pretty confident. So, so now I'm up. Now I'm up. I'm in Sturgis, and I'm a confident rider. And I start smoking all these guys that are on their bikes, and and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> and and now you got flirting with disaster, and you know there you are. You're riding the curves, and and um, you could do that all day if you have time. I'd like to to uh, talk about two other rides that I was on. Never seen the Redwood Forest. I live in Nebraska. And it was uh, almost, well, 2,500 miles from my house to the Redwood Forest. So I thought, okay. And another thing that I'd never seen was the Oregon Trail. Mm-hmm. So just, I don't know, 100 miles south of me is a, is a, a monument to the Oregon Trail. And the Oregon Trail follows uh, the Platte River Road, or the Platte River, and some highways in Nebraska. So, so I, I, I did a plan to follow the Oregon Trail all the way to Oregon. Then from there, I went south to Crater Lake. Then I rode through the Redwood Forest to the coast. And of course, you can't get out there without doing Highway 101, the coastal highway. Yeah. So I did that. And and the fun thing about a Goldwing is it's a it's a sport bike. I mean, it's a six cylinder. It's a hot rod, and you can lean that girl over, and she just does everything you could ever want. And holy Jiminy Christmas, did I love that! So I <laughs> I, I discovered Highway 36, which I is read about that. Oh my gosh, that's that that's a that's a that's a a road that's that's similar to the tail of the dragon or the iron mountain highway, you know, the moonshiner highway, all of these curvy roads, except it's 140 miles long. And, and, you know, at some point they go, we're just tired of putting up these speed limit, 15 miles an hour signs on these curves. So you can figure it out. Posted speed limits 55 and you just need to start paying attention. And then they said, you know, who needs guardrails anyway? So we don't always have to have guardrails. You can see that it's 500 feet down, and it it literally just wears you out. And I'm a I'm a, a rider with a lot of stamina, but I mean it wore me out, and I was ready to I was ready to park the bike long before I was done. So then I stayed overnight in Redding, California, 
then I rode more curvy roads to uh, Reno. Then I rode across the desert, and it was uh, over 100 degrees. It's 113 when I got to Vegas. I thought I was going to die. So I left early in the morning. I think I, I went to bed early. I think I left at 2 or 3 to avoid the heat, but it was still 95 when I left and rode to Arches National Park and then home for So tell me a little bit about your very local rides. Um, that's one of the things that we try to hit on are the local rides that people might not know about. Uh, so tell me what's around you. It's, you know, from, from Lincoln, Lincoln, Nebraska, it's like population 300,000, and it's about 15 minutes and you're out in the cornfields. And, and you can be out where there is no one in, in a very short time. And I know that everybody thinks of Nebraska as flat because you go through on Interstate 80. Well, it's following the Platte River. And the Platte River, for eons of time, has, has it comes out of Colorado, and it, it goes back and forth in Nebraska, but it used to, used to flood every spring when the snow would melt. And it made a valley that's bone flat for, I don't know, it's about four or five miles wide. So you can't really see anything except it looks flat. Well, you just go five miles and you're into rolling sand hills. Oh my. Yeah. So I can I can ride a hundred I can ride a hundred miles and I can be in the sand hills of Nebraska. And the sand hills are just these rolling hills and it's cattle country. It's not cultivated land. It's very the the, the the, the sand or the sod covering is very delicate, and you can see places where uh, it's been disturbed, and, and then there'll be a blowhole there where there's a dished-out area, kind of like a sand trap on a golf course. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, the air is so pure, you can smell water, really? and there's nobody there. Wow. It's, wow. Oh, it, it is so cool, and you've got the curves and the up and downs and just just you and 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 nature and and you're looking at land that is undisturbed by man and then there's another highway that's one of my favorites it's highway four and it goes along the southern border and there is like nothing there you ride for miles and miles and miles do you have a favorite i know it's more about the ride than the destination but do you have a favorite destination to go to well, I have a couple. Yeah. One is to visit the former world headquarters of the David Letterman Show. Okay. It's a phone booth in Wahoo, Nebraska. <laughs> this. <laughs> it, it is. You can pick a better name for the city either. I know. Yeah. Wahoo. Wahoo. Yes. Well, yeah, and then and you can stop at the Wahoo Meat Packers and get a Wahoo Wiener. But the <laughs> <laughs> I've got a picture of my bike in front of that too. Perfect. Uh, I'll make but, sure to find that one. <laughs> but uh, on his show, he always joked about where the world headquarters was, and so the so a bunch of people in Wahoo started sending him stuff and saying, "You need to move your your corporate headquarters here." And, and they were they were forever. I was reading stories about this, and he, he finally said, look, you can't send us stuff to eat. It, it's not safe. You're strangers. We don't know. But they, they were sent, they'd send, like, 
uh, coupons for a free chiropractic adjustment or, or, I mean, just, you know, crazy stuff. <laughs> and so, so he finally decided that the phone booth, uh, on the, I think it's on the uh, fifth street, uh, would be, would be the, the new corporate headquarters for the David Letterman show right across the street is one of my favorite little biker bars, the, the, the wheelhouse, which has the best hamburgers and French fries any place. Um, so that's, that's one of my favorite places. And another one is, is near, uh, is near Louisville, Nebraska. And it's a, it's a really little dive bar, but it's on the, it's on the banks of the Platte River. Mm. And it's called Heron Bay. And, and they've got this huge patio and you're sitting and you're watching this flat river go by and okay. the place would be packed with bikers any day that there's a, there's a nice day. So there's a couple places that are, that are nice. What's your best advice to a beginner biker? My best advice to a beginner biker is to learn to look where you want the bike to go. I bought my first bike. The dealership was 50 miles away. And I freaked out at every curve on the way home because when you go through a curve, you see a guardrail coming and you start staring at the guardrail. Well, that's where the bike's going to go. And you, you have to learn, and this is your slow speed training, to, to when you watch all the videos, uh, they teach you to, for a slow speed turn, to just crank your head as far, just as far as you can go. And, and that's, that's the key. That's the first, the first trip is to learn when you're in a curve, you look, you, I figured this out. You look about two seconds ahead of, okay. of, of your bike. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you, you're, if you're supposed to follow another car or a bike, you're supposed to be two seconds apart. So if your vision is about two seconds ahead, that's where the bike's going to go. Okay. So that's the first thing. Okay. And the second thing was taught to me by uh, a, a police officer, and he said, not only do you want to look where you want the bike to go, but in any emergency situation, don't look at the obstacle. He said, if a car pulls out in front of you, don't look at the car. Look where you're going to go to avoid the car. And you, you also, on a bike, <laughs> you have to assume everyone is a trained assassin that's out to get you. <laughs> yes, you do. You're right. That's it. They're coming for you. I don't think I've ever heard it put that way, but yes, you're right. <laughs> what is one word that describes you when you hit the open road? How do you feel? Adventuresome. Boy, there's 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 no better feel than the wind on your body and a tank of gas. You know, and it doesn't matter where you go. Right. That's of no consequence. What's next for you? Well, what is next for me is... Uh, Colorado and Arizona and Utah. I I am I, I own a car repair shop and we're a Napa Auto Center. Mm -hmm. I, I'm semi-retired. I, I my my stores open three days a week. Napa has a, a really nice event for their stores uh, this year. It's going to be in Vegas. Mm -hmm. So what else can I do but take four days to ride to Vegas? It's uh about 2,000 miles the way I'm going, spend the night, then I get to Vegas. Then on the way home from Vegas, uh, I only have three days. Wonderful. Yeah, so that'll be, I think I figured that one's about 3,500 miles, mm -hmm. seven days of riding. 
You know, I, I, my idea of, of life is great is to get up and go, oh, boy, I get to ride 500 miles on a motorcycle. I have so enjoyed this. Thank, Thank you, you so too. much. Is there anybody that you would like to say hello to? Everyone? Yeah, my sweet daughter, Laura. All right. Hi, sweetie. Here's a, the most important tip that you will ever learn. Never pass a cow truck up close. Those pigs and cows are not housebroke. They don't have little restrooms on those trucks. So you get too close to the truck, yeah, you're going to have a nature experience there that's going <laughs> to stick with you until you shower and wash your clothes. Becky, you are a delight. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, you can't so make this much. stuff up. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming oh, on. You're so welcome, Erin. Thanks for having me. I really absolutely. enjoyed it. I love this stuff. It's magic. It is. Riding a bike is absolute magic. There is nothing that's like it, and there's no substitute for it. And if you want to, if you want your your worries to just disappear, just get on a bike. It doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Remember to check the show notes for more information, websites, and coupon codes. If you have questions or suggestions, feel free to drop me a DM on Instagram or Facebook at Sassy Biker Sisters. Until next time, stay safe and stay sassy.